The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Today's show is less about crypto and more about another wonderful technology. Well, it's not so much a technology, it's been around since the dawn of time, but it's a new industry. And uh, I'm speaking with Saul Singer, who's the co-founder and CEO of CMTREX out of Israel. Thank you so much for your time today, mate. Um, my pleasure, Craig. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And kudos to you about the education and advocacy that you're doing. It's really tremendous. It's really a great portal of information for guys like us on different sides of the world. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Mate, look, let's kick off with um, a little bit about you. I mean, uh, you, you didn't come down the last shower. You're not somebody who's been, you know, sniffing around the world and business for uh, only two days. So what's your background and, and exactly what brought you into this fascinating new industry? Yeah, well, you know, um, I have lost a bit of my accent, but grew up in Australia I started my career in corporate advisory and financial management um, in, in Australia, Monash University graduate, so grew up there. And um, like a few of us expats uh, over here in Israel, um, for the last 17 years, been building out on that so strong grounding in management consulting and financial advisory over here in Israel. Uh, initially in the management consulting space here in Israel and sort of on the European side of things. Mm -hmm. um, and then moving into as uh, head of research for the Rappaport Group, which is the premier service provider to the global diamond industry, which growing up in Australia, I never thought I would end up in the diamond <laughs> industry. So um, ended up there as the head of research, Rappaport, known for setting the prices globally for polished diamonds through wow. the Rappaport practice. So really got a tremendous exposure to a fascinating industry uh, with particular nuances as the inventory flows through the diamond pipeline, um, which was tremendous. Um, and then as things happen over here in the startup nation, took the leap across the line from the corporate world into the entrepreneurial space, um, initially um, looking at the development of digital trading platforms for what we call uh, the quasi-commodity space. In other words, underlying assets that are relatively standardized, but not to the extent that they are actively traded on any exchanges. So given the background in the diamond industry, you know, and using that knowledge base, we implemented the digital trading platform in the global diamond industry commencing in 2010. Um, and then quickly emerging over the next two to three years as the leading independent diamond tender platform for the global diamond industry, um, which was a whirlwind of experience um, and learnt a lot along the way. You know, the, the, the old ad adage, the school of hard knocks was <laughs> definitely in place there. Um, and then over the course of the next few years, um, linked up with the oldest and largest um, diamond broking house. So we had a digital 
IT solution that was plugged into a very robust um, physical infrastructure and brand um, in the name of the iHennig Group and really developed out this digital platform for the movement of diamond inventory between buyers and sellers in a much more um, transparent and efficient way. Um, essentially, about a year and a half ago, Craig, I get a call from one of our diamond mining clients in a small kingdom in Southern Africa called Lesotho. Um, he picks up the phone, he says, hey Saul, how are you going? He said, not too bad, uh, how are you? He says, what do you know about cannabis? And mm -hmm. I'm sitting in the Israel Diamond Exchange <laughs> and I say, answered him, absolutely nothing beyond, you know, the, the, the minimal exposure that one has to the product. And, um, why do you ask? And he says, well, about two, two years ago, the government, you know, regulated and legislated over here the legalization of cannabis. Um, and even around the diamond mine, we see traditional farming crops shifting towards cannabis. You're in Israel. We know it's the center of research and development for the last 40 years of cannabis. We thought you'd know something. So given my uh, management consulting background, something in that discussion um, was really intriguing to me. So the first thing I do is do a little bit of due diligence. What is this cannabis industry? Um, immediately, I fall off my chair, hmm. um, realizing that this is a very quickly emerging, huge industry, part of which is happening under my nose. And once I got back onto my chair and started to do a little more deeper due diligence, I start to realize that there are a number of similarities between the supply chain or the way the product flows through the diamond pipeline to the way the underlying product flows through the cannabis pipeline so then I fall off the chair again and as they say you know the light bulb went on and they say hey we have a you know trading solution um, mm. for this quickly emerging industry um, the first thing one does after a little bit of due diligence over here in Israel uh, picks up the phone to another Australian ex expat over here by the name of Saul Kay, who's both the chairman and the CEO of ICANN, um, which is a leading promoter, uh, advocate, and um, commercializer of, of cannabis and cannabis products, not only in Israel and globally. And I think, uh, Craig, after his so we met for a coffee. I think it was after his third sip of coffee, I saw his eyes sort of widen a little bit and I sort of said, hey, I'm onto something here. We co-founded together CMTREX, Cannabis Mercantile Trading Exchange, soon after. And we've built building out the platform to create an IT-driven digital platform for the secure and efficient movement of uh, cannabis between accredited third parties on a global scale. So it's been a whirlwind and very exciting. Um, this industry is moving at a breakneck pace, mm. especially compared to the diamond industry. Um, and it's just been wonderful. It's just been absolutely wonderful, this journey of last year and a half. And I mean, it's a fascinating exploration into the space. I mean, look, from my point of view, um, you know, when, when we sort of ventured into the blockchain and cryptocurrency space, I mean, as a trader, it's very obvious for me as to why I would enter that space, being that it is so mm -hmm. volatile. Um, there's a lot of movement going on. But I mean, 
there are certainly some things in the space that are much more interesting to me than just the tr- sheer trading side of it and the technology and, and how it's growing and how it's making change. I was fascinated by that. There was two other industries that were really at the fore at that moment in time. And that was back in July of 2017. Uh, prior to 2007, prior to that July, I was looking at gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, gaming was another, what well, still is another industry that is just going absolutely manic. It's, it's growing so quickly. Uh, we're filling stadiums with kids that sit there and watch a screen, which to me in my age and probably you and yours, mate, it's, um, <laughs> it's, it's just so alien. You know, you go to a stadium and you watch people play a sport, you, you, but these yep. esports are the new, the new world, the online world. And it makes sense for the evolution of how we've been moving forward the last 20, 30 years. But I mean, Cannabis sort of snuck in through it, uh, past my radar for the first little bit, started taking note of it when my mates would come back from California. They live over there yeah. and you know, they've got these little pens that they, they, they have. Um, <laughs> what's the, um, the, what's it called? EBD? Yep, yep. Yeah, and, and that sort of made me think, you can just buy this over the counter, are you kidding? And, and like it, it, was, it was just wonderful. I'm thinking this is like, this is happening. And to think that it's happening in America, which to us in Australia, we think we're probably a little bit more progressive on those sorts of things. Because if you consider the way that they f- did a flip, they went from drugs are bad, war on drugs, which they still have to, no, 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 marijuana's fine. And it's like, whoa, that was so quick. That happened so goddamn quickly. If that's the blueprint, and, and if America can do it, then other places will as well. And the world is starting to capture uh, an interest for this space, not just for the medicinal side, but we know that a lot of the Western world especially has a problem with alcohol. Alcohol, however, is seen as fine. Cigarettes are seen as fine. Why? Because they whack a tax on that. The rest of it, nope, you can't have that. Whereas if it, you're going to have anything to do with cannabis, provided you don't overdo it like everything, whether it's medicinal or whether it's um, recreational, it's actually a hell of a lot better off for you than putting all those chemicals down your body. So the world is waking up to this technology. Now, a question that I've got to ask for you there, Saul, based on the, um, on the platform, the CMTREX platform, is this a trading exchange more for institutions looking to pick up their stock or is it also uh, have enough liquidity at the moment for traders to actually enter into the space and be more speculative on the assets like a futures contract? Yeah, no, great question. And um, you know, I was really excited about this opportunity to speak to you for, as a trader and hopefully flip things around to some extent and pick your brains a little bit on a few things. But what we're seeing, listen, for stage one of our business, we have to understand that um, this industry is, from our perspective, you know, even pre-infancy. Yeah. Um, you know, although in, in even here over here in Israel, there's clinical research going back 40 years, you know, Colorado, California, moving on towards a decade now. Um, but still, in terms of a global industry moving from being illicit to legal and regulated, we haven't seen anything like this since, I suppose, alcohol in the, in the 1930s with prohibition. Um, so we're really, really in, in its pre-infant state. Um, having said that, even on our platform, which I suppose at the moment is a microcosm of the digital trading element of it, um, that's the way it's moving towards. So phase one of the business is essentially a digital marketplace whereby we do a due diligence 
on both the buyers and sellers coming onto the marketplace, as well as the products being traded on the marketplace. However, due to the early stage of the industry as the whole, and there are still definitely um, regulatory and compliance issues, um, especially when you're speaking about cross-jurisdictional trading mm. that we have to navigate. Um, and we, we, we're at a, this early stage where that, the regulatory and compliance angles of this industry is, are not ripe enough to provide things like financial instruments, secondary markets, uh, and things like that. Um, until today, high THC cannabis is still illegal in the United States. Yeah. Uh, financial institutions whether in the United States or transacting through the United States, i.e. intermediary institutions are not allowed to still have anything to do with the industry. But as you said, things are changing very, very quickly, starting with the passing of the Farm Bill in December last year, which has really created a lot of momentum and positive sentiment about this trajectory of the regulatory environment. Um, having said that, even on our phase one model, we actually do have futures contracts through doing due diligence prior to launching our beta platform, speaking to growers and extractors from around the world, where the way they're trading actually is, you know, Rolodex. They have a harvest coming up. They <laughs> open up their Rolodex, pick up the phone to the five, ten clients. Well, you know, the larger the larger companies is a little bit more sophisticated, but it definitely still was, um, you know, old school bilateral one on one over the counter trading. Um, however, they they started to say things like, "Hey, okay, you've got a platform. That's interesting." Um, wouldn't it be nice, you know, we have a harvest coming up in three months' time. Wouldn't it be nice if we'd be able to uh, lock in a buyer today for the delivery of a harvest in three months' time? And we turn around and we say, hey, guys, you know, that's a futures contract, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely happening. Um, it's in its infancy. Um, but there are still a few hurdles to be overcome in order for the real blowouts of um, you know um, arbitrage trading and secondary market trading, which will occur, and is we're seeing the the nascency of that occurring as we speak, even on our platform. So it's very very exciting. So two things are, are going to be happening: one on the regulatory front, and Craig, as you alluded to, the technology is a very very big part of that. Yeah, well, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind at all that there will be a cannabis futures contract. There'll probably be more than one. There'll be all sorts to be able to buy every harvest should you watch it probably two years down the track. Uh, yep. I can see it really taking control. Sorry, taking taking up a big part of that market. It needs to be there. It's a farmer's product. I mean, that's what futures were there for. They're, they're designed for farmers. They're designed for exactly that sort of a marketplace. So it's going to happen. There's no doubt about it in my mind. And as you say, we're still before that infancy, so still a long way to go. And we're somewhat there as well in the blockchain and crypto asset space in our positioning as well. Still very, very much in its infancy. Now, what are you mm -hmm. doing in, in terms or are you doing anything in terms of the supply chain? Because, of course, it, being that, that this is an exchange, you're wanting mm -hmm. to work, basically deliver product. You're wanting to allow people to facilitate deal flow. Now, with that, there's potential 
I say potential very strangely just then. I don't know why. There is potential for there to be an integration of blockchain to solidify, make that whole process smooth and trustless. Are you guys sort of looking into that as well? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, it, it's, we see that as um, a facilitator to um, the, the authentication and movement of the underlying assets mm. uh, to the extent that we actually recently signed uh, on with a company called Theracan um, to run a pilot project of their etch biotrace system, which essentially is a, a molecular genetic tagging system onto the cannabis that survives anything that happens to the cannabis as it flows through the pipeline, through the supply chains. And so essentially that genetic tag can be read through RFIDs and, and various data points are taken from the genetic tag as the cannabis flows through the pipeline. And those data points, obviously the best, the, the, the technology layer there is, is blockchain uh, underlying, underlying technology there, which we're very, very excited about. This notion of um, authentication of provenance is what will allow um, for the emergence of the commoditization of this product, you know, by the at the end of the day, you're dealing with organic product, um, especially when you're speaking about medical uses. The authentication, uh, there's no way around it, and the blockchain is really um, groundbreaking for this industry, and we see that definitely as the way things are going to go forward from the regulatory point of view. Um, and from the consumer end, you know, knowing that the, um, the flower that you're smoking or the tincture that you're using or the cream that you're applying to your body, um, knowing, you know, the providence of that product is, is key. Um, and it's a very, very, very exciting um, segment of what's going on in this um, very, very exciting industry, to tell you the truth, Craig. Yeah. So definitely. Sure. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's great. I mean, you're effectively merging two amazing technologies to create a business of the future with the product of the future and the technology of the future based off what we have had for the last 30 years as of yesterday. Happy birthday to the internet. Um, yeah. you know, it's, a, it, it's a progression and we're seeing it all over the world and Israel's definitely leading the charge. So what would you say the next five years looks like for cannabis and for you guys over there at CM Tracks? Yeah, listen, over here, <laughs> I, the reason for the size, um, I suppose this way to answer, over here we have an old, uh, you know, a traditional saying, Talmudic saying that prophecy is for the fools. Um, and I very much feel that to be the case because, as I said, this industry is moving at light, it feels like it's moving at light speed. You know, every other quarter, there's a number of new markets opening up and legalizing. Um, the implementation of technology is mind boggling at the moment. Um, you know, I, I think from a macro level, even today, the train has left the station on those two levels that we've been speaking about, Craig, mm. both on the regulatory side. You know, we see this trend of, um, of legalization and regulation um, continuing to occur across the globe. 
opening up new markets. And on the technology side as well, the implementation of certain technologies which will allow for this uh, exponential growth of the industry over the next, you know, two, three, four, five, you know, 10 years. Um, in terms of CMTREX, you know, we believe we have, we built, we have the right IT architecture and we're putting the right pieces of the puzzle together in terms of the value added services, the clearinghouse services, the IT um, and technological plugins in order to emerge as a leading platform um, for a fully integrated exchange-based trading system. In terms of numbers, um, you know, and volumes, um, it, it's, it's, you know, almost the sky's the limit. And on the competitive space at the moment, you know, there's a handful of us uh, attacking this pain point in the industry at the moment. Yep. Even if there will be, you know, 15, 20, 30 such platforms emerge over the next two years, it still won't be enough. Um, so we're very, very excited about the prospects here. Um, half, you know, uh, five months ago, we had, you know, investment bankers putting an annual figure on the cannabis trade at around um, $500 billion worth potentially um, annually, starting within the next two, three years when you when you think about the passing of the farm bill and the implementation of you know hemp coming online in a very very strong way and now you have the same investment banks putting figures to to the extent of trillions of dollars so it's really this new market and you know there are some similarities here between what you guys in your space um but one thing here is that there is a, a physical underlying assets that has um, numerous properties, whether on the well-being side of things or whether on the industrial side of things or the, the recreational side of things, and that is underpinning um, the potential for these huge numbers being floated around at the moment. Yeah, it certainly is a very interesting next few years for both of our industries. It's, uh, it's something that uh, is not going to uh, be held back. The cat is out of the bag. Um, you know, the, the marijuana industry is growing significantly. The technology through blockchain and whatnot, various other things like AI as well, is yeah. also out of the bag. I mean, the next five to 10 years is truly going to be fascinating. I can't wait to be a part of it and also to be helping to shape part of it as well in what we're doing, although albeit you know, a small part of the ecosystem. I think it's good to see uh, good people coming together and uh, working on projects that they're very passionate about. So, mate, look, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show and getting your perspectives. It's something that I've uh, been very interested in for quite some time. And, um, you know, something that I, I would like to learn more about when I actually get the time. Uh, there is <laughs> a huge opportunity here um, for everybody who can see it coming. And, um, you know, the problem is that there's only one of me and uh, I'm strapped for time as it is. So it's been an absolute pleasure learning more about the industry. And um, look, I'm sure we'll be over in Israel at some point soon because there's a lot going on in our industry. So when we do get there or next time you're in Sydney, please do look us up, Sol. Oh, definitely, Craig. Really, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, to, you know, um, knock a few ideas around and speak to a thought leader um, in, a, in a related space here and um, looking forward to keeping the dialogue uh, open as we move forward together me too well my where can everybody find out more about what you're doing uh, very simply just go to www.cmtrex.com and you'll be able to find everything you need over there 
Um, and yeah, looking forward to people coming have a look. It's uh, just even from a thought-provoking angle, um, the open invitations to come have a look at what we're doing, and uh, it, it's fascinating. It's great fun. Well, thank you very much for that, Sol. Ladies and gentlemen, Sol Singer, the co-founder and CEO of CMTREX. Get over to cmtrex.com and see what he's all about. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening, and have a fantastic day. Bye for now. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast is hosted by Craig Cobb. All Trader Cobb courses, products, and tools can be found at tradercobb.com because experience matters.